This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Mama. What's happening? You, baby. Okay, so what are we talking about today? The question we've posed for the day is, what is wrong with the world? What is wrong with the world? In your opinion, what do you think is wrong with the world? Because we want to go into 2018 kicking it off right. So let's see how we can fix it in 2017. That's right. But before you can fix it, first you have to identify what is wrong. And obviously it's not one thing, but it's your opportunity to, if you will, maybe gripe, Mm. maybe speak to what you think the issues are so that we could look at them and if we are part of the problem, do what we can to try to fix them. Okay. I have a, I don't know if this is a gripe, but I think that greed is a major part of what's wrong. Because I was in Macy's last weekend, right? And I was really excited because I had, I I got three good finds. Because sometimes it could be hard, you know, trying to find clothes and stuff. So I had three good finds. I get up to the counter and the lady rings up my purchase, and then she says, would you like a bag? Oh. Well, that kind of caught me off guard because I, at first I thought she was joking. Like, I have, why would you ask me if I want a bag? Because these are my clothes here on the counter. So I stood there for a second, and I said, what do you mean would I like a bag? And she said, you know, would you like a bag? I said, well, what am I supposed to do with my items? Right. So she said, oh, well, I mean, you know, you would have to put them in the bag. I said, well, then, yes, I would like a bag. She said, well, they're 10 cents. I said, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. 10 cents. The bag was 10 cents after I've purchased three things. Now you want me to pay for the bag. So I said, well, no, I'll carry my things out in my hand. So we was <laughs> we was with Tone X, and Tone X said, Cousin Monique, I don't think you can carry it out in your hand. I said, well, why couldn't I? What if I don't want to buy a bag? Right. So I I eventually wound up getting a bag for a dollar, which you can take back with you. But I just think it's greed. And I said to the lady that was the, the um, sales clerk, I said, you know, I'm telling you, in a couple years, you won't have this job. And you gave kind of a momentary protest of like, listen, I'm going to carry my things out in my hand. I'm not going to spend this dime 
then you like, I'm going to get a bag. I'm going to spend me a dollar, but it was the principal. Well, let me tell you why I got the dollar bag, okay? This is why I got the dollar bag. Kick it. Because there was a woman standing next to me. And she had she not said what she said, I wouldn't have got the dollar bag. She said, you know, I can't believe they're charging 10 cents for a bag either. So I just purchased the bag right there for a dollar that you can just keep bringing back. So I said to the sales lady, why didn't you tell me about the dollar bag? Because that way I don't have to keep paying 10 cents. And she just grinning almost like they didn't train us to answer that question. And what she was probably saying to herself, if you're going to yell at me about a dime bag, <laughs> what's going to happen when I talk to you about a goddamn dollar bag? <laughs> <laughs> but the, do- the dime bag you throw away. Right. The dollar bag. Like, I still have that dollar bag. I have a lot of dollar bags, and I never, ever have them with me when I go to the well, you know what? I'm going to start keeping it in my purse because I think what is wrong with the world is is the number one thing is greed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have, and at least Sugar said, dime bag of marijuana is great. We weren't talking about that dime bag. We were talking about the bags that they have at Macy's, but thank you. <laughs> but Lee Sugar We ain't mad at you though At all We ain't mad Okay We ain't mad We'll go to the lines baby What do we think is wrong with the world Let's go to the lines and talk about it Hey you own with Monique and Sydney Who's this and where you're calling from Hi my name is Paul I'm in Miami And I'm just so depressed Because the world is just a scary place right now And I don't know what to do Why do you think the world is such a, a scary place Paul <sighs> I'm just scared of the presidency And what may occur and people are just hateful. Mm. What do you think that we can do? And what do you I try to need, do? I need to just have like faith from other people and to just be positive because of all of the craziness that's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. Thank you, my baby. Thank you so much. I love you. Love you, baby. Bye. You know, I appreciate when people say just stay positive. Just stay positive. Just stay positive in the midst of all the shit. Just stay positive. Right. But I think that's also what's wrong with the world. We're not even taught to stay positive. Mm -hmm. We're being fed now to just, I don't know, it's it's almost like we're being fed this poison that we can't stop. You know, like you're almost asking yourself, is there something in the air? Like, is there something in the air that's affecting us in a way that, because... Something in the air like chemtrails, something in the air? Maybe, Daddy, because I'm going to tell you something. When I'm on my little TV, y'all know I call my little TV Facebook, right? And you're starting to watch. And, and I follow, whoever asks me to follow, I follow, okay? And some of the people, they send me fights. <laughs> now, I don't ask them to do that, but they do. They send me fights. And some of these... I'll say 90% of the fights you, and I have to turn away from it, it's vicious. And you're saying to yourself, what's causing this? Like, remember back in the day, you push me, I push you, I hit you, you hit me, we done. Mm-hmm. Now it's turned into, I'm trying to stomp you. I'm trying to... Mm-hmm. Keep going. They're trying to stomp you and beat you to death. And, yeah. But if you notice a lot of the videos that they're sending you, see, I th- personally think this is a subliminal message that people are sending you. This is what I personally believe. If you notice, a lot of the things they send you is of someone who is bothering someone who is not bothering them. 
Yes. And then all of a sudden, the someone who is not bothering them jumps up and stomps the shit out of the individuals who were bothering them. Yes. I think subliminally people are saying, despite the fact that folks have messed with you, don't stop fighting. And I think that is a message because that is part of the, the, the problem with the world when you see that. And that is individuals who are under the impression because you are not looking for a fight is an indication that you cannot fight. And since you cannot fight, we're going to try to take advantage of you because obviously there's an insecurity that we suffer from that makes us want to prey on someone who is not trying to bother anyone. You know, the the, the, the the topic today is what's wrong with the world. And I saw something yesterday, Daddy, when you speak about the things they send me. And it's got millions and millions of hits. But it was about these two little boys. Well, I'm, I'm going to say they may have been in middle school, right? And they were walking in the classroom, and you could clearly see the one little boy was bullying the other little boy. And that little boy said, please stop bullying me. And this little boy was like, no, no, no. And he doing all that. And he said, and the little boy was saying, please stop bullying me. And the bully turned the little boy around. When I tell you that little boy commits to whooping that bully's ass. Mm -hmm. And when he got him on the floor, he was, he was like, oh, oh. he said, man, stop fucking with me. And when he got up, the teacher, the teacher almost gave him time to whip his ass. Right, because little, he said, who else hit me, nigga? Right. That's when you got beat up. You got beat up so bad the cat in front of you has hit you so quickly, you get up saying, who stole me? And I think, too, when we say what's wrong with the world, it starts from the head. And if the head ain't shit, the body ain't shit, Right. And when you watch these campaigns right now with all of this, stop bullying, no bullying, but you see the president of the United States of America is one of the biggest bullies we've ever encountered. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, y'all, that's the contradiction right there. Mm -hmm. When you see almost every other commercial is a pill. Almost every other commercial is a pill. And then when you listen to them saying, and the side effects... You could have suicidal thoughts, homicidal thoughts, suicidal and homicidal thoughts. You could try to kill yourself and a whole lot of other motherfuckers involved. And to at least Sugar's point, but get caught with some reefer on you. Come on. Some marijuana, some of that Mary Jane dank, <laughs> uplift, whatever you call it. Get caught with that, and that's a problem. For you. Then, then you got the people. I saw somebody said there's not enough God in the world is part of the problem. Mm. But the, the truth of the matter, there is a lot of talk of God in the world. But what we speak about in reference to what God was supposed to stand for is not implemented into the world. For if it was, there would be not an argument about why one is not standing for the national anthem because of the military. We would ask, why is there a military at all? Because the first commandment says, thou shalt not kill. Come on. So if God is first, then why are we even in a position where we would have a military? Now, someone would say, but that's crazy talk. How is it crazy talk when you have Everyone in every land and every nation speaking to their faith and religion 
and, and belief in God. So part of the problem with the world also is we speak about things that we're really not about. Mm. And when we start becoming brave enough to say, make it make sense. Come on. Then watch what starts to happen. We're talking about it, y'all. What is wrong with the world? And we're getting ready to go into 2018. And we're still dealing with issues and faced with issues from hundreds and hundreds of years ago. You know why? Because I think what also is wrong is communication. I think we're too afraid to have the real conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, we've gotten so used to being politically correct. No one wants to be politically incorrect. So therefore, let's sweep the shit under the carpet. Let's paint over it. Let's cover it up. But let's not really deal with it. And right now, I know in this country, when you say greed, when you say racism, sexism, so much stuff is coming to light right now that America is having a hard time owning. Mm -hmm. And until America owns it, we're going to always be in this place. Until there's someone brave enough, and I don't care what color they are or what gender they are, but until someone is brave enough that is in a position of leadership for them to say out of their mouths what this country did was a crime and we need to be accountable for it. What this country has done to mankind is a crime. And until that conversation is had, we will I believe we will always be fighting for equality. And a lot has to do with the fact that oftentimes you hear individuals say, well, we can't change what the founding fathers of the country has done to black people, to Latins, to the Native Americans. We can't change that. And I agree. However, when you don't address it, it is it is as if you support it. Come on now. And when we stop supporting the founding fathers as as if they were men of integrity and start realizing that they were gangsters that wrote the paperwork up for what the country was going to be. That's it. That was see. And we're going to go to the lines. But I just want to address something real quick because I saw Tupac the other day doing an interview. And then Tommy and I had a conversation and she said, you know, she said, when I really listened to Tupac and it was about thug life, some people took that and said, oh, it's about killing and this and this and this. She said, I took it as that young man saying, we've gotta be hardcore about saving our lives. We've gotta be hardcore about protecting our communities. We've gotta go on with a thug mentality to fight for our lives. Not let's go out and kill people. That wasn't what. Well, you know how that's the equivalent of that's an extreme for why there's a protest to people kneeling versus standing. That's a red herring. They're using that to distract you from what the real deal was. And that was for for, uh, the mistreatment in, in the communities out there. Let's go to the lines, baby. All right. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hi, Monique and Sydney. This is Marquise from Boston. What's hey, Marquise. Hey, hey. Hey, um, I wanted to call to let you know, I think one of the biggest problems, I would say, in the world right now is that I think people don't focus enough on making themselves better. 
So one thing I like about you guys is that every single day, Monique comes on and says, this is my shit. This is what's wrong with me. This is what I got to fix. And I think if, so, if, if more people went into life every day with that attitude, like, you know what, let me check me in the mirror before I leave my house and try to check somebody else. If, let me try to be the best me that I can be. Then I think the world will be better because everyone will be so busy focusing on themselves, trying to make themselves better. And I think it starts with you. That's right. My well said, baby. Thank you, Marquise. And also, Monique, I wanted to say the world will be a better place if you sang more. I love when you sing, Monique. I love when you sing to us. Don't listen to Sydney. Marquise, listen, sugar. Hey, hey, hey listen. See, Marquise? Oh. Here, here's the thing, Marquise. No. You get a chance. <laughs> you get a chance to enjoy her singing every once in a while. I get to embrace it every day in the morning. <laughs> So, okay, I appreciate that. And if I get a chance to speak to your mate and they, you they do something you don't like, I'm 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 going in on you, partner. Okay. Marquise, I well, want to thank I you. I love if you would speak to us. That would be amazing. I'm I think that would make the world song. so much better. I'm going to sing you out with song, Marquise. I'm All right, thank sing you. you with song because there's a feeling here inside me. Me too. Mm. That I cannot hide, but I know I've tried. But it's mm. turning me around. Marquise. Marquise, I want to thank you, baby. Don't you worry about this. Thank you. I love you, Monique. <laughs> See that, Marquise? They be hating. Right, now. You know what's wrong yes, with the world today? It. You got haters. Okay? You got the da 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 na na Stay up. You got the haters that want to hate on your singing skills. And I'm sitting in here with two of them right now. Okay. At least Sugar says, come on, Sydney, give us some Barry White. Give Listen, it to her. what I'm going to do is spare you and not give you any Barry White. See, I know my limitations, and that's one of them. Let's go to the line, baby. <laughs> We're talking about it. What's wrong with the world today? Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Good morning, Aunt Monique and Uncle Sydney. This is Denise. Good morning. Hey, Denise. <laughs> um,. The thing I think what is wrong with the world is one, there's not enough God. Two, there's not enough You kind of away from the mic. I can't, we can't hear you clearly. I said one, there's not enough God in people. Mm-hmm. Two, there's not enough respect for each other, including ourselves. Three, everything that is happening has been prophetically how can I say, prophetically told throughout the ages within the Bible. If you're not living the Bible, you're not going to know. If you're not reading, you're not going to know. All this stuff that's happening was already told. God already told us what was going to happen. So we shouldn't be surprised by it. Let me ask you this. How would you provide some information to individuals that would be, if you will, not specific to the Bible. Because if they, by some chance, are not believers of the Bible, are not readers of the Bible, what can you give them in common sense terms that though may be in the Bible, because there's a lot of things in the Quran, the mm-hmm, Bible, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the uh, uh, Torah, that are very similar, but 
dating all the way back to the Hindu religion and Buddhism, they're speaking about do unto others essentially as you would have them do unto you. Because I love when people call in a reference to the God aspect because I've always heard people say that God created us, which is an indication that God is in us, which means when you say there's not enough God in us, the right amount of God that created us is, is in God us. God is That's not in us. Uh, when, uh, I say, uh, when I say God is not in us, God did not hate. God did not kill. God did not rape and defile. God walked in peace. He walked in love. He walked in forgiveness. We are walking around mad and hateful at each other. We shouldn't be doing... We No, we shouldn't be like that. We because uh-huh. you will go to hell for unforgiveness. If you can't forgive somebody that did wrong to you, that person may have sat there and made peace with themselves and not necessarily with you for 85 years. And the day before they die, they sit there and say, Sid, I've done you wrong for 85 years. I've made peace with myself, but I can't truly make peace with myself and with my creator until I make peace with you. Will you forgive me? And you say no. And I say, okay, I'm going to leave it at that. But I want you to know I forgive you, and I was praying that you would forgive me. You would go to hell for not forgiving him. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and see, and, and we thank you for the comment. We thank you. And, and, see, and, and that's what we appreciate in reference to when we ask what's wrong with the world. Because these varying opinions that we have where if we can try to formulate an understanding that what how do we integrate what we believe in a manner that makes sense to someone who doesn't necessarily believe the specifics because when you're talking about going to hell it's almost the equivalent of people don't believe in ufos despite the video footage but you believe that there is a hell because somebody told you that and it was in a book and you believe that that's what's going to happen but then we call god love and if god was love and is truly about understanding then that God would love you enough never to send you to hell for eternity for something that you did during a finite amount of time in this realm. Y'all, we're talking about it. What is wrong with the world? And we're going to go to the lines, but it's just something that, in my humble opinion, you know what else I think is wrong? We're too afraid to believe in how we want to believe. We need somebody to feed us what we're supposed to believe. Because anytime you start questioning, anytime you started questioning God and Christianity and all the religions, it always gets to the bottom line of, well, it's just a word. And you just, you're gonna, you just got to believe it. And we're too afraid to say, let me find out for myself. And it's not the word of God. It's the word about God because God never picked up a pen to write anything. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Open Relationship with Monique and Sydney Hicks. Come on, we're talking about it. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? This is Sean calling from D.C. Hey, Sean from D.C. How are you today? Wonderful, Wonderful. baby. Um, so, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of answers to this question, what's wrong with the world. I think um, how I see things happening today, I think what's wrong with, with the world today is complicity, um, intentional and unintentional complicity. Folks know things are happening and aren't saying anything. Mm-hmm. Folks know things are happening and are scared to say anything. Folks know things are happening and talk themselves out of saying anything because they're thinking nobody's going to listen to them. I think that's a big part of it. And we're kind of all just kind of everybody's, I know a caller called in a couple of calls going like, you know, focus on yourself and make yourself better and things like that. And I agree with that. But a lot of times when we focus on ourselves, it means we kind of ignore what else is going on with everybody else in the world. And I don't think we can, we can do that. We're all responsible to each other. We got one planet. We all got to make sure it's going to be okay. We all got to make sure that everybody who occupies the planet is going to be okay. And there's just a lot of selfishness and complicity that's going on. And that's, you know, that's, that's just a problem for me. And so now I'm, I'm like dealing with my per- just personal struggle, like, well, what can I do to make things better? You know, like, you know, in 43 years, what have I done to make things better for the people around me? And so now that's like my personal mission, you know, for, from, from here on out to, to do whatever I can, not just to improve myself, but to improve the next man and to improve mankind as well. Mm. There you go. Thank you, Sean. We appreciate that. Thank you. Love y'all. Love, Love you, you back. baby. And I, I'll last call it. She just sent in and said, sorry, Sydney, if I offend you at Angels of Love. No, you you could never offend me by what it was that you said. What I was kind of saying to you was gently there's a level of offense that we can't take to what people believe and where we're going. And sometimes if we speak in layman terms about what we can definitively prove And that is we have a tendency of having better success when we treat people with the level of decency that we would want to be treated with. When we start embarking in the hell and the beliefs and all of those things, what happens is you're now looking at individuals as if somehow you have the answer and what they say couldn't possibly be true. And the truth of the matter is the word faith is evident that none of us truly have the answer. We're just going on what we believe. And when we start discussing it with people as if this is just what we feel and not what it definitively is, then the dialogue goes back to what we're following. And that is treating people in the way in which we want to be treated versus all the other aspects of I'm following God. I'm following you're following the principles that God is supposed to be applying. Simply put. We're talking about it. What is wrong with the world? And you know where that question starts? I believe it starts with you. When you look in the mirror and you can say, what's wrong with the world? And it really starts with the person that's looking back. Like when Michael Jackson said, I'm talking to the man in the mirror. And great song, but did we really listen to that song? Like, start with you first. And it's like, ask yourself, how do I make it better? How do I make it better? Let's go to the lines and talk about it. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? 
Hey, Miss Monique and uh, Sid, this is uh, James calling from Arkansas. Hey, hey James. James. How y'all doing today? Super fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I wasn't going to call in, but I had to. So I'm telling me to call in. I think the most simplest word that I can think of would be compassion. Mm. My man. I think, I think that if you treat people, like you said all the time, treat people the way you want to be treated, they treat you the way they want to be treated. Everybody getting taken care of. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? And then to the young lady who talked to, you know, called in about God, I have a simple statement, you know. If God is supposed to be, this is for, this is for any religion, Buddha, Muslim, Christianity, you know, uh, Hindu, if God is supposed to be all-knowing, all-seeing, omnipotent, then that means he knows exactly how it feels to be that crackhead. Thus, mm-hmm. he has sympathy and compassion for mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly how it feels to be that prostitute. Mm-hmm. Thus, he has sympathy and compassion for it. You see what I'm saying? Come on, you man. Know, if you're looking at this person that has, he's the top of all tops. You see what I'm saying? He's all-knowing. So that just that's just my 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 brief little two cents. Hey man, you 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 dropped it. You dropped the knowledge on that one. We appreciate that one, my brother. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. We're talking about it, y'all. What is wrong with the world? And and Lee Sugar said nothing's wrong with the world. It's the people in it. And she's absolutely right. She's absolutely right. And to what our brother was just saying. It's one of those things that if we utilize compassion and we speak in reference to, again, God being love, oftentimes the way God sounds is, again, he's been described as jealous, hateful, you know, not hateful, but, you know, vindictive. No, I would say hateful. Well, yeah, you know, but when, when you when you hear that it's almost like you should be frightened into loving a being. I don't believe that that's what a being that we created you would want you to be. And interestingly enough, if we take it honestly, you know, the creator of us is not necessarily the creator of the universe. So the God that created us here is not necessarily the creator of the universe. Kind of like though we were created by our parents, they are not the creators of the universe of this earth that we live in. They're just a part of it. And when we look at it that way and say, because we were created by this being, how many creators are there? If you look at the oldest religion, the Hindus, they have multiple gods that they spoke to. And we call them gods from a standpoint, but they may have been just multiple beings from different places that provided principles for mankind to follow. And that is what we are following, not kind of like you not just following your, your God, you're following the principles. So that will allow you to be able, if you allow it, to not do something, kind of like when they were saying earlier, people have a tendency of not speaking up when they know things are wrong. You can do it easily when you're just following the principles of if it's right or if it's wrong, not versus 
versus who is powerful Come on. and who is weak doing the wrong and doing the right. We're talking about it, my babies. What is wrong with the world? We're getting ready to go into a new year, and it seems like we keep taking old shit. It seems like we be being bag ladies year to year. Bag lady. You're going to do it. You're going to hurt your back. Get it. Traveling with them bags like that. Don't worry about it, okay? These is my words. These are my words. I, I told Erica I was going to sing the song my way, okay? But we're carrying a lot of baggage. And <laughs> something else. What, Daddy? Nothing, Mama. You can't say shit that's funny and then be like, what, Daddy? Baby, you. Because, listen, okay, because... Got what I need. Oh, and you say, say he's just a friend. What? And you, you say, say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. you. That is your part. That's my part. If that ain't no goddamn body else's part on that part right there, that belongs to my daddy. Come on. And I want y'all to tell Biz Marquis. Tell him. That when it comes to that part, who That's it belong it. to? I'll take it. Come on now. We're talking about it. What's wrong with the world today? Mm. What's going on? What's going on? I tell you. Tell me. What's going on? Don't get me started. Go on now. Tell me. <laughs> that was just Marvin Gaye, baby. You know what, too? Daddy, I didn't pick that one up. That's all right. Oh, wow. That's all right. Mother, mother. And then you're going to go ahead and get it late. <laughs> go on now. Get on to the next statement. Giddy up now. Go on. Get it up. Get it up. Get it up. Get it. Get it up. Get it. Okay. So, you know what else I think that? Is wrong, the separation of family. And though that's been going on for some time, but I really think the separation of family has separated the communities, and not just the black community, the communities, period. Because we all got into, I had to stop generalizing shit. A lot of us got into a place where career was, was, was the top priority. Mm -hmm. Get your career in order. Get your career in order. And a family come later. Get your career in order. And a family come later. And there are a lot of women I see right now, especially in entertainment, that the career was such a priority that some of us in our 40s and 50s and were just having babies because that career was such a priority. And some of us are having our babies with no husbands, and that's my choice or no mates, or no partners. And I think there's a breakdown in the family structure. And I think in that structure, when, that's, when that breaks down, that's the home breaking down. Once that's broken down, everything else breaks down with it. And then we get to a place where, when I hear sisters now saying, I gotta get the bag, and I'm like, is that our new thing now? I gotta get the bag, fuck baking a cake, I gotta get the bag. And that bag doesn't include, let me nurture my family. Let me nurture me. Let me just get the bag. So that goes back to greed. We've gotten so caught up in having shit that it's material things that we're not focused on the priority of love. Mm -hmm. And I was watching my little TV again, Daddy. And I heard this brother say, and it's, it's gotten millions of hits, so it's very popular out there right now. He came on and he said, I work in a hospital, and I've had a chance to see real love. He said, and I believe that we're chasing the wrong things. He said, and I get a chance to see these elderly couples 
where one can no longer take care of themselves. And the other one calls every hour on the hour. Like, you know, did you? Did she like applesauce. Make sure she get the applesauce. And you know you got to turn her. Now you got to go in there. And then the next hour he's showing up. He said, I want that kind of love where I'm loved when I'm sick and I can no longer take care of myself. But we're so caught up in getting the bag and the material shit. And we're, we're neglecting what's most important. Mm-hmm. And that goes, that's why I started off with greed. Because we're being shoved greed. We're being fed it. Every day you can turn the TV on, we're being shoved. They're giving out salaries. They're giving out, they're showing houses. They're showing cars. They're showing dime. Like They're showing everything that says, come chase this. I don't see too many programs that saying, chase your family. I don't see too many hosts saying, chase your family. Well, I think in this culture here, the Native Americans used to have a principle of only using what you needed. Mm. And what was brought over here was take as much as you can get. And this is what things have evolved into. And then you factor into the equation of culture in the black community that uh, had been without for so long that what we see as what we need to attain has been dictated to us by a business model preset while we were enslaved. Mm. So it is not illogical for us not to understand why people are doing that. But if we can, and that goes back to the empathy and compassion that you have for people because they're not chasing it for no reason. They're chasing it because a lot of individuals don't know that they're being misdirected and that if you have what you need, you then have more than enough. Mm. And it's sometimes you have to have and lose as we've gotten a chance to experience to understand and and then when you thought you lost you not you didn't lose anything except money but you still gained and then created interest in terms of value in your relationship because you didn't let the hard times of finances take place we've got a president that i believe that filed bankruptcy four to six times. If a powerful white man whose father gave him millions of dollars to start his empire off can do that and file bankruptcy, well, two black people (laughs) from Baltimore, Maryland, are not going to be embarrassed about a motherfucking tax lien. Not going to be embarrassed about that because, hey, there's a way out as long as we think positively and keep doing what it is that we're doing. And we say that to you in the fell clutches of circumstances and we refuse to wince nor cry aloud. Mm. So because of that, we're just saying to you, you got to stay positive because there's so many things out here that are trying to deter you from the value of you and in you being valuable. The problem also becomes that we now have to make ourselves better than others to claim value. And when we stop having and finding value in ourselves and finding value in others, then we're equal all over again. What you think? We're talking about it, y'all. What is wrong with the world today? What's going on? And you know, there are people in the room and they're talking about how Christmas 
at one time was about family. Mm-hmm. And now it's just about spending. Mm-hmm. And it truly is. But when you start something off with a lie, what do you think it's going to become? It's going to be a lie. So we all know that that day is simply a money day. Like, that's what it was designed to be because it's a lie that we've all, us included, we fell into it. And when you say it's about family, but I used to watch my mother, I would watch my mother, baby, be in tears when she couldn't get what we wanted on that Christmas list. May have been one thing that she couldn't get. I would watch her be in tears. Now, she didn't give a fuck about 364 days, but that one right there. Uh Uh-oh. I would watch. It was like, I think that, okay, this just came to me. I think that was the one day that my mother could show her family how she felt. And I don't think that's unique. I think that was the one day through, because I don't, I don't really believe that having a family was her interest. It just happened, as with a lot of people. It just, it just happened. But I think that's that one day out of the year because she really went out of her way for it. Like I told you, that Christmas was a big deal for my mother. Like every gift had to be wrapped just right. Every light had to be on just right. But it was just that one day. And I think she took that one day to say, let me share with y'all how I feel about y'all. Though the rest of the days, I might have my ass on my back. I might be mad about something. I might not be wanting to talk. Whatever it was, but on this one day, this is the one day I can say I really love my family, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think, too, that that's what's wrong with the world. We get caught in a holiday and not every day. We get caught in... I'll be good to you on Valentine's Day. But February 15th, bitch, don't look at me hard. Cause don't look at me hard. You might get a back slap. We get caught in, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to spend bill money. December 20th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th. So my children can wake up on December 25th and go, oh, wow, look at this. But you know December 26th is coming. You know. That that's the nature of people. That's almost no different than the individual that doesn't have a lot of money, but they want a very expensive wedding gown and not understanding that the day after the wedding, that's when life begins for you guys. And you started it in debt trying to pay for one day and make that special in terms of a memory. But we've got to remember that life is going to continue on and you can Remember that one day as being incredible and the remainder of your days being difficult trying to pay for that one day. Mm. But, Daddy, that's how I feel about funerals. What's wrong with the world? Greed. Greed. Why Greed. you need... You, now, on the little TV, as you say... Yeah. You got a man talking about he works at a funeral home. Yes. And telling you about how... There's no way that you can help the water from not going into the caskets. No way. As time progresses, it's just no way. So the fact that you got them the titanium deluxe gold-plated coffin. Come on. With racing stripes. Mm. 
is not going to benefit them because they've already transitioned. It's not going to benefit, nor is it going to hurt. But in our mind, we feel like Herbert and I have been together <laughs> for a very long time. What was Herbert's wife's name? Herbert and Agnes. Okay, and Agnes felt like in order to do it right, you got to do it right. Because at one time for black people, death was the time in which they treated themselves. Mm. People were paying for their funerals throughout their life to make sure that at the very least, if you didn't live a decent life, you had a decent burial. So this is the reason why these things that we see today are happening. And as long as we have the human dynamic, it doesn't matter if it's from Neanderthal to Homo sapien and everything in between. That human dynamic is always going to be there of jealousy, of what you want, and so forth and so on. But let's go to the line. We're going to go to the lines, Daddy. But I also want to, on that little TV with the guy from the funeral, he said my job was to make sure I got all the insurance money. Whatever that policy was, my job was to make sure. Do you see how greed is the underlining? It's right there. Let's talk about it. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hey, Monique, what's going on? This is Antonio. I'm calling from Atlanta. Hey, Antonio. I was just listening to your show. You're making, like, excellent facts. And... You're putting it out there, but like the funeral home guy, he he said himself he plays on emotion, right? So people won't rebuttal when when somebody dies and you're talking to a funeral director, you're putting all your trust in them because you're so emotional about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So they research, okay, they get $20,000 for this, so I'm going to find them a $25,000 package, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they sell that package, and same thing with car sales. When people come to car to buy cars, they, they look at, you know, I want this type of car. But if you notice, if you ask these people, every time they go to buy a car, they come back with something that's way more expensive than what they budgeted for. Mm-hmm. I notice like, greed is taking over in these businesses, and they have us down to a psychological, like, science on how we buy. And you know what I mean? So they, right. they take as much as they can from us, and it just keeps putting us, putting us in debt, putting us under, you know? Absolutely. That combined with the knowledge of, of financial freedom. My man. Thanks, Antonio. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, baby. Was you going to say something, Daddy? To his point, it's just like they use algorithms to see, you know, what people are doing, how people are thinking, and so forth and so on. So, I mean, he's absolutely right. <laughs> Lee Sugar said, I told my daughter to bury me at sea because I'm coming back as Monique with spicy words. That's right. <laughs> But this is something, and I know it's off book and off the topic, but just something to think about. You know how you do a family tree, right? And you draw your family tree. And you say, this was this one, this was this one. So imagine if when you die, you said, cremate me, right? And you have a piece of land. And you say, put my ashes on this land that's going to grow to be a tree, right? So imagine whoever began to die, you all begin to bury them at this tree with these ashes. That truly becomes a family tree. You got grandmama, granddaddy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And guess what? How much did it cost you? Don't cost you nothing. Hey, t- 
take a chance as you go. You are. But who gonna pick granddaddy and them up when they gone? You just gonna dump them in there like, hey, how you gonna? No, do no, you got to burn them. You gonna burn them? You got to cremate well, them. Well, where you gonna put them in? Are you going so you you gonna at least take them to the place to get them cremated? Yeah, 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 baby. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't okay. just gonna put. We ain't just right. Cause see, Robin was. If not, we was like. That could be construed as murder if you got to make sure the right people had seen and said it was okay to do this. You can't just be killing and burning people that's dead now. No, you go through the okay. the, the, the right cremation. Right, cremation is $1,500, right? And if you get it done at the animal cremation. <laughs> See? No, I'm fucking with y'all. Okay. But really, though. Think about that because when you think about funerals and you're listening to this man say, my job was to get it all, people got to live after that day. So now not only am I grieving your law, the death, now I'm stressed out because I can't make my mortgage payment nor my car payment. You damn sure can't call a funeral director back and say, listen, can we dig his ass up and... Well, even when you're using a policy, right? Let's say if you have a $200,000 policy, right? The insurance policy. Mm -hmm. And you don't have $200,000 in the bank, you have a policy. So when I leave here, that policy... Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, so let's say people got a $20,000 policy, and that policy says, you know what, this will get you through. If I should pass and you're still in high school, this should get you through high school. Well, if I'm at the funeral director's place, and the funeral director's saying, this package is going to cost you nineteen five. Well, the $20,000 was to get my baby through school. That's what I paid that insurance policy for, not to put me in the ground. So a lot of people take that and say, I had a nice go home going, I had a nice burial, but tomorrow is coming. So what are we paying these policies for? For our families or for a nice funeral? You asking me? Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, saying like... Well, when I had an abundance of insurance, I had a lot of insurance so that my children would be taken care of at the time of my demise. Mm -hmm. Truthfully speaking, I mean, I, I talk a lot of stuff about um, shoes, showing my shoes. I don't care what's done with my body at, after, I, after I leave this earth or... You know what I'm saying? After it, it physically leaves. But I had a lot of insurance because when they were younger. Mm -hmm. Now, I, they have to figure it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but going into the funeral home and saying, oh, the policy is $200,000. No, we're not. You... I don't understand that. <laughs> it's like, I tell you what, if y'all get all that money, you better bring that bitch back. I, I, now, on the day of the funeral. But that's why I'm sitting here looking at you. Yes. I found it like, why would I go in the funeral? And and I wouldn't get a $20,000 policy and because there are burial expenses. So there would have to be a set aside for burial expense. This is all we got. This is all we doing. If it's money to... to take care of my kid, I wouldn't, $20,000 wouldn't be enough to me. But at the end of the day, not to belabor it, it's one of those things where seeing things for what they are and making decisions based upon logic, not based upon impulses and that unseen pressure that people are, are putting on you. 
uh, in reference to why you should get something because if it doesn't make sense to you it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. and then people are talking to you as they tell you that it doesn't make sense and waiting for people like the individuals that are in this room to say to them that doesn't make sense and then oftentimes when you say that they say i know but i'm told to say this yeah i'm telling you i'm sitting here dumbfounded like do what yes and and again you know the topic is What's wrong with the world? And it seems like we're coming back to the one thing, greed. It seemed like greed stopped us from loving. Greed stopped us from caring. Greed stopped us from holding on to one another. Even down to when you hear married people say, I got mine and he got his. Well, how are we a team? When you hear a woman tell another woman, you put something away for a rainy day. Well, shouldn't we get wet together? Mm-hmm. But greed says you got to have your shit mm-hmm. and you make sure you have his shit. So, But that-, that, that that's a mixture of potential. I don't know if it's as much greed as uh, more of a belief in self-preservation and less of a belief in relationships. Mm. And that also comes from people not believing in themselves to be able to have picked the right person for themselves. They already know when you're doing that, you already know. Like something ain't right. And or you're just talking to people that this is how they operate. But look at the quality of their relationships. We talking about it, y'all. What is wrong? <laughs> With the world, baby. What's going on? What? How are we going to go into 20... Not how we. How are you going to go into 2018? How are you going to go into it? How are you going to walk into 2018? Some of us may not see it. But for the ones that will, how will we walk into it? And that's a great statement somebody just put in the room. Marriage turned into a business. I know quite a few people that's married for business. I know quite a few people that got married because it looked good on paper. And they stayed married because it looked good on paper, but they were never really into one another. And again, it goes back to that damn word greed. Because it looked good on paper. Oh, she got a nice job and she make a good salary. Oh, he make a good salary. But do y'all make each other good? Do y'all make each other better? So it's almost like we got so stuck in what you got in reference to your material stuff, but not can I just share your heart? What you got versus having a deep interest in who you are Mm. as an individual. And I think in a different conversation, you have to ask yourself, why is the focus so much on greed and such a highlighted uh, in this day and age, um, the wealth of individuals, how it's magnified. You've got magazines that it's the equivalent of their swimsuit edition when they put that, put out everyone's salaries. Why is that? And that goes into a thing of hidden agendas. That What is the hidden agenda that's transpiring in front of us on a daily basis that have us chasing our tails and not realize there's some real shit that's transpiring 
above us and potentially below us. Not mm -hmm. the hell that, you know, may have been spoken about earlier, but potentially things that live beneath our feet. Ever notice how many holes you're starting to see come up around the world, in the ocean, on land, right beneath your feet, swallowing up city blocks? I don't remember all of those things happening in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Perhaps they were, but I don't remember hearing about them. People looking up at the sky and you were thinking that these things are clouds, but they're not clouds. They're trails of chemicals let out by planes. But meanwhile, we're trying and standing in line for the newest, for the iPhone 50. Come on. Okay. So while we stand in while and waiting for the iPhone 50, they're coming out with another new drug to paralyze us and have us bleed out of our orifices uh, and <laughs> for, for the sake of not feeling dandruff anymore mm. on our shoulders. So what is the hidden agenda that's taking place to put our focus so much on the superficial and not the, if you will, spiritual? Because that... The spiritual aspect and the vibrational aspect of who we are supersedes the religious aspect of who we are because it then becomes it's not the religion that you're following that is flawed. It is the person who is following the religion that is flawed. We're talking about it, babies. What is wrong with the world? And it's 2017. And in a few days, a couple it's going to be 2018. And will you go in the same way that you left 2017? Come on now. These sugars are yes like the apple with the wax on it, and we eat it, and we think it's healthy. Let's talk on it, baby. Because I just did that shit yesterday. Oh, Monique said, baby, I ain't get a chance to watch that apple. out right. the wax out the apple. <laughs> oh, I'm like in my fourth crunch. <laughs> you going to do it like that? Your reflex is going to be slow like that? But we got to pay attention. We got to pay attention. Because of greed. Because when you look at all, all of that wax on that apple. Now, when I get those apples, they're beautiful. They are shiny, baby. They red delicious. Beautiful. I was on my little TV on Facebook. I saw this brother from the Caribbean. And he was saying, listen, y'all. This thing called cancer, that's something that they're putting in us. Because they know that these things on these foods, these pesticides, this stuff they're putting on the food, your body can't identify it. So that's, it's turning into that. He took a knife and began to scrape an apple. When I tell y'all, it was so much goddamn wax on this apple that I'm surprised you can't even taste it when you bite it. By the time I got finished scraping the apple, y'all, it was so much I had to share it. Because I'm like, you, you're giving your baby an apple. You just say, let me wash it off. Here you go. Not knowing that you're giving your baby a ball full of poison. And when you reflect on it, even though you're putting the wax on it, does the wax have the possibility of seeping past the skin and then going into the fruit itself even after you wash it off? It may have, Daddy. So, I mean, just... To your point. Yeah. Now, the organic apples, and see, here's the thing. They say, well, organic is expensive. Either pay now or pay later. And they're showing us what the pay later is. Like, we starting to hear about shit we never heard about before. These diseases and these shit just popping in. We never, 
When we were kids, I heard nothing of ADD. <laughs> I didn't hear about no ADD. Right. That's just nigga. Trenton's ass is bad. And he going to get his ass whooped. Whoop. Right on the wall again. Right on that goddamn wall again. And your ass is whooped. So all of these new inventions, all of this uh, attention deficit, we didn't, we didn't have that. What, what is the... The, the the leg syndrome when your leg be shaking at night, restless, restless leg syndrome. That's just called trying to comfort your own ass to sleep before you go take it down. So they give you a pill for that. They give you now a pill for that. Now there's one pill they're giving you now. Oh, and it got tricky, and I forgot the name of this pill. But it's to take care of one thing, but they throw this in there, and it may also help you lose weight. And then they keep on talking real fast. Well, that right there, it helps you lose weight. Sent that goddamn pill through the roof. Because whatever you're trying to sell, I don't have that wrong with me, but goddamn it, I want to drive 20. I would hope. I would hope to hell that a person just to drop 20 is not going to take that pill and then risk bleeding out their asshole just to drop 20. Now, they might take it. Knowing that they have that ailment. But if you take that to, to risk to, to drop 20 pounds, I'm just like, just the threat of that, that is, you supposed to bleed out your ass. It's called Fin Fin. Right. They knew people were dropping and they were saying, but shit, you can lose 50 pounds in a month. You can lose. It's called Fin Fin. No, that right there, I know what she's talking about. Right. Yes. But what you're talking about is not what she's talking about. What you're talking about is again well, they take that just to, to lose to, weight. But no, it's I think the fin fin wasn't that designed to for lose you. Weight. Right. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about was something that helped people yes. with a problem over here, but they threw out subliminally and it may help you lose a few pounds. Yes. So you're saying you don't you would hope there's not people that would take that that don't have that ailment, but to lose a few pounds? As you were saying. Baby, I will hope. I give you my word. I will hope. I give you my word. That pill when they put that little line in there and it could also help you lose weight, that shit went through the roof because people this whole weight loss thing, it's a trillion dollar business. I get it. Trillion dollar business. And if you telling me I can take a pill, I ain't gotta work out, I ain't gotta change my eating, I ain't gotta put no work in, but I can take this pill, okay, I fuck around, I might have a little kidney ailment. It might it might mess with my kidney, but I'm gonna lose this weight. Greed and vanity. Yes, I do believe there are people that when they heard that in that commercial, they said, Oh shit. Let me make a phone call. I'm going to prep to you on that and, and tell you time. that's what it is. Okay. That's what it is. But I feel sorry for the person that just won't go out there and get them one of them pills. If you're going to do it and, and, and drug it up to lose weight, don't drug it up to lose <laughs> weight on a drug for something else that may help you lose weight. Go ahead and get you what you need to lose the weight. Come on, y'all. We have, we have talked about it because, Daddy, look, the time. That's it. Wow, that show went fast as hell. We talked about it today, y'all. What's wrong with the world? But then you have to ask yourself, too, what's right with it? And when you can find out what's right with it, then you can start becoming the solution. There it is, baby. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My baby, I I just said something. You just said it, baby. You just said it. 
Take us all home, lovely. We love y'all, my babies. We love y'all because we know y'all could have been doing anything else other than listening to us. So thank you for giving us your heart, your ears, your mind. And hopefully you walk away with something every time you listen. Because I know I damn sure do. So like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. Your ass will hit the ground if you don't open it. <laughs> we love you. For free. That's a good one. That's it. I like it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.